0: Welcome to the Yes, Young Enough to Serve podcast. Here we'll share stories of adults over 55 making a difference and making disciples. I'm Ryan Marcella and here's our host, Judy Papineau-Wick. Hi, this is Judy and I am so excited to be with you today and this is the part of technology that I absolutely love. Wes and I have really dear friends, Gary and Charlotte Geesey that actually are serving and living in Japan right now. So via our computers, we get to be together today. So I feel so, so blessed. Gary, Charlotte, and I go way back. Uh, we attended a small Christian liberal arts um uh, Bethany Bible College in the Santa Cruz Mountains in California several years ago. And during that time, um, Gary was on the basketball team, and both he and Charlotte were in the ambassadors, the singing uh, musical group from the college that traveled around for the school. And Charlotte and I were on the same dorm room floor. And so we got to be together for. I think all four years, as far as I know. I think so, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> it was just wonderful knowing these two, uh, kind of tracking along in their love story, and now they're um, they've been happily married for some years, and they're with us today. And Wes and I are so excited because Gary is also on our board at Yes, young enough to serve. So Gary and Charlotte, all the way from Japan, welcome.
1: Hey, thanks, Judy. It's awesome. Wonderful. uh, (laughs) From
0: Japan. I mean, hello. (laughs) It's
1: good to be with you. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: Oh, well, thank you. And I just wonder if you could just share a little bit of your uh, backstory, which I think is so interesting that I think our our listeners will like to hear.
1: Well, Mm -hmm. uh, Charlotte and I both grew up in Christian homes, and uh, my parents were Assembly of God pastors in Arizona, and Charlotte's parents were business people, but involved in their local church, using their music gifts in ministry. And uh, as you said, Judy, we both attended Bethany Bible College in the early 70s. And that's where we met uh, through the the ambassador music group. And Mm -hmm. I played trombone and Charlotte sang alto. Um, We fell in love. And got married and entered the adventure of vocational ministry. Uh, The Lord's blessed us with Mm. two wonderful sons who married great gals. And now we have eight amazing grandchildren, uh, ranging in age from 19 to seven years old. So we're blessed. Wow. So over this, uh, you know, 40-year span of of, the ministry, we've been involved in a variety of staff positions and and Charlotte additionally has taught in Christian schools and in a public school, in the public school system for 25 years and uh, working with students with learning disabilities. You know, after a a three-year, we decided to go on a a sabbatical of sorts (laughs) after pastoring and uh, so we traveled across America in a motorhome. That's kind of a bucket list uh, dream that we had wanted to do, and and uh, so we we did that. And and in our travels, we happened to be in the Santa Cruz area. Yeah. And uh, had had lunch with you guys and another dear friend, Linda Hyden. Um, though we knew God had something different for us after traveling around America. We, we uh, in the conversation with you and Wes and Linda and reading a book that Wes had given us called the third calling, something began to crystallize in our hearts about just being open to something bigger than us. And uh, that bigger than us was uh, going to Japan. And uh, we've just, this has been an adventure of a lifetime, and uh, we've en- enjoyed it so much. Mm. It's been great.
0: Well, I know Wes and I, we were, it just was so thrilling for us to feel like God allowed us to just be a little part of your story there on the deck that day. Mm -hmm. You were were coming over, uh, like you said, with our friend Linda, and we were just going to have brunch together. And we didn't part ways until after Linda had treated us to dinner at a local hotel that night. So (laughs) anyway, that was a, that was a glorious day. So Gary, I love how, um, uh, there was just n- never any question when Wes and I both started brainstorming about the the possibilities of you coming on board. And then, of course, you went through all the hoops that you go through to, to do that. But there was never any question in our minds just how you, uh, with such a pastor's heart and how you worked so well with all generations, but with, yes, focusing on, the older population, I just wonder, is there like an older adult that um, made an impact on your life that kind of led you to have a, just a a sweet spot, uh, you -hmm. know, in your heart for the older population?
1: Well, you know, I I probably have to say my parents, that seems like an easy go-to, but um, their, their model of reaching across generational lines uh, just was an example to me and uh, interesting in the after they retired from pastoring they they moved to the Phoenix area and for a while were attending a church that uh, a close friend of theirs was pastoring and it was quite a drive for them uh, across the valley and um, they heard learned that a there was a new church starting in there, there nearby their, where they were living, and uh, this was a, a church plant of some young family uh, from Minnesota, and uh, so my parents, being visionary types and and uh, innovative types, decided to go, and they were the only seniors there. The music was a little loud and contemporary, and the pastors were kind of nervous about, you know, not only these older folks, but retired pastors as well. Right. They were a bit intimidated by that. But my parents uh, stayed on. They loved it, engaged with the They were like their people. cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah. They, they joined this small group, and and uh, they just were mentors and encouragers. Yeah of these, these couples and that church in turn honored them and welcomed them, made mm. them a part. And uh, as my dad's health began to fail, they, there was always somebody there to receive them and, and uh, provide a special place for them to sit and a comfortable chair. And and uh, a few years later when my dad passed away uh, the Sunday following on his chair was a rose and a crown mm. <laughs> and uh this church you know knew how yeah. to to honor and yeah. respect and and uh, give uh place to seniors and, and my parents attitude of being open and engaging with younger generations you know that that just was a model to us so wow. we we've always appreciated that
0: what a beautiful tribute to your to your parents and just wow i mean how blessed were you growing up in a family like that? And I, I feel like uh, uh, there's a parallel with how I was raised and and my parents mm. and just being um, growing up in homes where we saw parents, like you said, Gary, they just crossed the the generational line just uh, throughout their week, you know. And so mm. it was like their friends were our friends, and our friends were their friends, and yeah. it just, yeah. That's just, that's beautiful. So Charlotte, when you um, were the pastor's wife and you would have, I'm assuming you once in a while might have had like little uh, thoughts of what retirement would look like little visions. And then you are in retirement. What, what was that dream like? tell me the contrast between how you thought it was going to look and then what you feel like your dream retirement has looked like.
2: Yeah. Um, Gary's the planner in the family. I'm kind of like, you know, uh, I always say I'm like a, a moth around a, a light bulb. I'm like, Oh yeah, let's do, <laughs> you know, let's do that. You <laughs> know. But, uh, as we were looking at retirement, we, we just sensed that change was coming, you know, how the Lord, your spirit's just kind of prepared for that. And we didn't have a real concrete image of retirement in mind. I mean, you know, we had been so busy with, I was teaching full-time and Gary was pastoring and being pastor's wife and, you know, how all that goes. So, but we believed, and we still do, that our lives have purpose. Right. Our steps are ordered of the Lord mm. until He takes us home. Absolutely. And so we just began to focus on being debt-free, and we felt a key word for us at the time was untethered. Mm. Now, was it wasn't a word I use in my vocabulary very often, so I felt it was from the Holy Spirit. And uh, I like just that. to be untethered in our transition from our vocations into a new season and so we downsized out of a 2800 square foot home into a 33 foot motor home and just you know got rid of stuff that you think oh you know I'll save these for my kids and then you find out you know what your kids don't really want that stuff you know so anyway it was it was freeing to Mm. just downsize and not have to kind of heard all that stuff around so we decided to set out in the motorhome and and reconnect to serve family and our friends and to take adventure across the united states i love and it we called it we called it our say yes tour so that was before we we knew the say yes people so <laughs> before you were one yeah. <laughs> yeah so again a god thing huh god absolutely that is to, to connect with you guys so We called it our Say Yes Tour, and we got involved in remodeling projects and taking turns to care for Gary's mom and hanging out with our grandkids and family, and just whatever the Lord put in our path, we determined that we would say yes to be Mm. helpful and make a difference wherever we were. So, and then in the meantime, loved seeing the beautiful USA along the way. Right. Yeah. So then this connected us to <clears throat> the transition to coming to what has been one of our greatest treasures of our life experiences is to serve in Japan.
0: Wow. So tell us a little bit then about um, what what has made, I mean, obviously, when when we're, we're at whatever country you are hearing about another con- country, obviously, it sounds exotic and fun and exciting and everything, but what is it um, about serving Jesus in Japan that is something that you will just always treasure?
2: Well, like just uh, God's way of weaving our lives together and bringing things about it, you know, just the right time was part of that too, is that cause we were, we were traveling and mm-hmm. our say yes tour and we get this, random email from missionaries that we had supported as we were pastors. Our churches had always supported them and we were good friends with them. And uh, they wanted to know if we would cover their ministry during the year that they were going to return to the States to itinerate and reconnect with their support base. And just, I, I think we were blessed too by the idea that uh, they recognized the resource that retired pastors are for such kinds of connections and ministries. And I think, uh, as past, so many of us are retiring, you know, being mm-hmm. the, in the, the baby boomers, uh, pastors, retired pastors are a great resource for ministries in the churches right. continuing and also for the missionaries because the missionaries worked four years, building their their ministry thing and then all of a sudden they're gone for a year who's going to take care of the baby so to hmm. speak and so i i was we were it really makes sense to us that pastors you know they're already trained and have experienced pastoring but we didn't have the language right so they they put people around us from their church um that translated for us and so we had four weeks of like a fire hose rapid training with the missionaries once we arrived here on site, and uh, then we were on our own, but they had provided support people within the church and that helped us with when we needed translation, and we learned about culture on the way, yeah. and uh, I think we did, we knew that love is the universal language, and so we just began to just love people to jesus and we enjoyed teaching small group bible studies and we got to they have an outreach in teaching a gospel choir class here at mm. the community center which is made up of mostly non-christians and we did waffle brunches and you know the holy spirit's so creative just to give you ideas right. to connect with people and so the year flew by and it, it was just amazing And uh, then when the missionaries returned from their time, they invited us to continue as associates. And we were excited to continue the adventure. And it's um, quite the harvest. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we just ask the Lord who we can connect with every day as we go out for our walks. And just building bridges and relationships and knowing that. You're part of the harvest, right? Right. You're some plants, some water. And so uh, I, I like to say that it's become very significant to me that Jesus counts by ones, that each life, each story is so significant. Mm.
0: Charlotte, I love that. I love that. And I love what you just said about just waking up in the morning and asking God to just show you how you can share his love with someone. That's just beautiful yeah it's it's
2: a studying to us here that when you we're so used to such a Christian culture in America Japan is less than two percent of the population even are professed Christians and many of them many people have never even met a Christian wow. before that's how isolated their culture is from Christianity wow. so it's it, it, it Boggles the mind, but what a great opportunity to share the good news! You just feel like every conversation you have is a divine appointment from the Lord. Absolutely, and I, I think no matter where we live, I think Mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I oh, that's just a beautiful story, and it's like you know, you um, I know are such a blessing there in Japan, and also have been so blessed to be able to go to another country like that for, do you think like when you get home that overall it will be, will it be two plus years that you will have served?
1: Yes. I think, yeah, it'll be, yeah, three, three, three wow. plus years. Actually. Wow. Yeah. So that was more than what we expected as well.
0: Right. right. Wow. <laughs> what an opportunity. So Gary, what are you passionate about now?
1: I think, you know, Charlotte has uh, tapped into what our lives have been about. She's just as Christ followers, connecting people to the Lord, uh, just being a friend, whether or not they uh, decide to say yes to Jesus or not. Just being a friend to them and hearing their story and trusting the Lord for opportunity to move them towards Jesus and, you know, we're called to represent Christ and, um, uh, it's building relationships. I think that's been just so evident for us here, uh, as we have become friends with, to our, with our Japanese neighbors and share, why are these two gray gray-haired people living in Japan, you know, and we get the joy of telling them. Why, you know, and to tell them about, it's to tell them about Jesus. And wow. So I think, you know, when we return home, this kind of uh, attitude, you know, will continue to be a part of what we do and, and our lifestyle. And, and, and so I think for retirees, uh, rather than focusing on us, it's being others-centered and asking the Lord mm. to guide our steps each day and just being aware of our surroundings. Right. You know, who is it that God brings in our path? And let's be creative in ways to connect mm. with people and and uh, hear their story, ask questions, just be friendly right. and see what God does with your availability. And I think that's, that's uh, what we've wanted to characterize our life and just continue to adventure with Jesus.
0: Well, I absolutely love that. And I love you guys. I'm so grateful that, uh, you are so passionate about serving Jesus, even after having a full-time ministry here in the States, but just going into retirement and just still having that same zeal and that same, same excitement, if not even more so, uh, in some areas, at least, mm-hmm. uh, about serving Him, mm-hmm. and so if there's any, if there are any people listening today that you know that either retirement is coming up or you're in the throes of retirement, and maybe there might be just something that you feel like, wow, I could just do. I could do something more. I know that I could do something more mm-hmm. for Christ. And, you know, Gary and Charlotte, they're not saying, obviously, that it's going to another country, that that's what it's all about. Right. I mean, that's that's great if something like that opens up. But I'm sure that there's something in your neighborhood, in your community, uh, in mm-hmm. your area of influence that where God can just use you mightily. And I love your story coming from just, you know, you were, you were pastoring and then going into retirement, but still feeling like you wanted to just give your all to Jesus. And I, I just can't help but think that there might be some retired pastor that, um, you know, you don't maybe get the calls like you used to and there aren't the assignments that you used to Mm. have and not that you would want all of that back, but you're just missing some of Mm. the, the ministry of being a pastor. And I just want to encourage you as you encourage so many people under your watch that there just are definitely opportunities out there. May the Holy Spirit just lead you to the right ones. Because when we see a couple like you, Gary and Charlotte, that are serving jesus full throttle i mean that's the kind of retirement that just looks so attractive you know and uh just love it so you guys thank you for uh this is uh early evening for me and morning for you so thanks for getting up Mm -hmm. early to to do this and we just wes and i just love you too you are a you are such a gift to our world
1: thank you judy we appreciate you guys so much. Thanks. Love well, Gary, you. could I have
0: you uh, say a prayer for our beloved listeners? Sure. Thank you.
1: Lord, thanks for um, your call on our life. Even though we may say it's the end of a, uh, a vocation, Lord, it's not the end for ministry mm-hmm. uh, and serving people and touching people for you and So I pray, God, that uh, for these listeners today, that you would encourage them to be available to you. And uh, though life may be different, uh, your call, your hand upon us is still present and there is something that we can do. And so, Lord, I pray that you would uh, encourage them to um, just set aside uh, feelings of inadequacy or fear and just put their mm. focus on you and upon people, uh, people that you are calling them to serve and to be a friend to or a mentor. And uh, so we're just encourage them today, inspire them to to know that they have so much to offer. Uh, you're not finished mm. with them yet. And so we just uh, pray that they will say yes to you and the opportunities that you bring before them to serve. Thank you for your love and uh, ministry in our life and your care. So bless my friends today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you so much, Gary and Charlotte. Love you both so much. My pleasure.
1: Well, thanks for joining us today. For more
0: information about Yes and to find this episode's show notes, you can visit us online at yestoserve.org. Also, if this podcast was helpful or encouraging to you, please share it on social. And if you would be so kind, please leave a rating and review. And if you're not yet a subscriber, I don't know about you, but I only listen to the podcasts I'm subscribed to. So hit subscribe. It's absolutely Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.